and welcome back to SEMA's podcast, Y'all Ready for This, where we talk about all things emergency management and emergency preparedness to make sure that you and your family are ready for any type of natural man-made disaster right here in Chatham County. This week, we are joined by SEMA's Seth Sawyer and by the Georgia Department of Transportation's Brian Scarborough. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. So one of the things that we hear now that we are in hurricane season officially, we get a lot of questions about the contraflow of I-16 and evacuations and what that process looks like. So we hear you. We want to know those answers. We want to share those answers with you. So we're going to go ahead and talk an entire episode with the Georgia Department of Transportation about the contraflow of I-16. Yes, we have brought the experts to you. When we're thinking about the contraflow of I-16, there's two lead agencies that are in charge. Of course, the Georgia Department of Transportation and the Georgia State Patrol. So we're excited to have Brian here to talk to us about contraflow and all of the ins and outs and really what makes contraflow work in the state of Georgia. So Brian, let's go ahead and get started and frame the conversation first. Can you give us a little bit of an idea of what you do at GDOT and what the structure of GDOT is? Yes, yeah, so GDOT, I'm the uh, district maintenance manager, so I oversee all uh, district maintenance operations for the 26 southeastern counties, which includes all of coastal Georgia. So uh, as far as GDOT, uh, we're divided up as uh, seven districts throughout the state, and uh, District 5 is the southeastern district. So uh, in terms of emergency response and hurricane response, um, our, our state operations, uh, our, our general office in Atlanta is the, the prime location for our uh, emergency operations center, which is housed in our uh, traffic management center. And uh, then down in the districts, we have district uh, emergency operations center and we're pretty much uh, responsible for coordinating all response efforts, whether it's uh, uh, evacuation, reentry efforts, and uh, contraflow efforts. So, um, with that, we we get any kind of type of direction from the uh, uh, emergency operations center at the, the state level, and uh, then they coordinate with. Uh, GEMA at the State Operations Center, and we have representatives there. So um, pretty much our executive leadership is in Atlanta, but as far as uh, the, the feet on the ground, we, we have all our operations right here in, uh, in the district for, for hurricane coordination and response. So. Awesome. So Brian, let's say we see a storm out in the Atlantic that could potentially threaten coastal Georgia. When does GGOT begin having conversations about the contraflow of I-16 and who's involved in those initial conversations? Well, I would say SEMA is at the forefront of the conversations. Uh, you and uh, the uh, Chatham County officials and city of Savannah would be talking with the officials at, at GEMA uh, at the State Operations Center and discussing, is there gonna be a potential for an evacuation? Uh, so it all hinges upon if there's an evacuation that's going to happen. And as soon as those conversations start happening, 
And internally here at GDOT, we've got boots on the ground. Um, we're going out sweeping shoulders of I-16 and I-95. Um, we're going and, and checking gates, making sure that they're ready to be lowered. Um, and so there's a lot of conversations going on, you know, at 120 hours before the onslaught of tropical storm force winds. And then when you get closer to, um, let's just say, 72 hour mark, uh, those conversations get a little more intense and um, down to the point where, uh, you know, SEMA and the county officials say, you know, we're looking at possibly calling an evacuation at, uh, you know, 18 hours before the tropical storm force winds hit. And at that point, um, we're locating our crews to, to be ready and on standby to, to start the contra flow. So you started talking about it a little bit, but let's say that there is an evacuation order put in place. What's the first thing that GDOT and the Georgia State Patrol are going to start doing to get contra flow ready to go? What's that first step? Well, as soon as as soon, as soon as we get information from the uh, state operations center, uh, the governor is going to be the one who actually makes the call to uh, contra flow. Uh, so as soon as he makes that call, he'll get the uh, you know word to the state operations center, and immediately they coordinate uh, at the state operations center with Georgia State Patrol and GDOT. And so the first part of the contra flow is uh, basically the sweeping, as they call it, of the uh, eastbound lanes. So Georgia State Patrol, will, um, they will position their cars at each exit, starting at exit 39, um, which is just uh, west of Dublin, and work it from west to east. And so they will position their cars across the eastbound lanes and they will have, uh, they will start sweeping, as I say, the cars off the interstate at those exits. And then um, after about 20 minutes, you'll have uh, two sets of, of cars, of uh, GSP's cars, and they will do an escort basically um, to sweep and make sure that there's no other vehicles on the, the interstate starting at exit 39. They're, um, almost in Lawrence County and then in Bullock County at exit 116, that's the US 301. And so they will ride the exits and as they see that the exits or that the lanes are clear, then the Georgia, they'll call off to troopers who are stationed at the gates and, as well as GDOT officials and will unlock the gates and, and lower the, uh, the, the, ramp, the gates at each ramp. Um, so, We'll start flushing the interstate out and then start putting in the lane closures at the crossovers uh, to get prepared to uh, unload all the uh, traffic down in, in Chatham County, uh, starting at MLK. Wow. And that's just so, the first step. <laughs> that's just the first step. That's just the first step. It's uh, There's a lot that goes into it. It's very uh, time consuming and, and a very uh, methodical process, but uh, it's, uh, it, I guess we've had a little bit of practice at it now, so mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've about got it down. 
So out of all of that, what's the most challenging part of contraflowing the interstate? Well, it, it's definitely uh, doing the sweep because you, you've got to make sure that there's no other traffic, uh, you know, on those eastbound lanes headed east, which you're sending traffic, you know, um, west in those eastbound lanes. So uh, just ensuring that all the traffic is off the interstate, that all the gates are down and nobody can get around and enter. Um, we do have people that try to go around the gates, believe it or not. Um, so that's why we keep the, the state patroller there um, up to about within two hours of the onslaught of tropical storm force wind. So they're sitting there monitoring those gates, making sure, you know, nobody's trying to uh, illegally get on. Um, but, yeah, trying to get the interstates, um, all the traffic off and having it safe, that's the biggest, biggest issue. My goodness, I can't imagine people trying to go around the interstate. Like, that's ridiculous. It's a contra full of lane, people. Don't try to travel in the, in the wrong direction at this point. That's insane. All right, so there are several crossover lanes inside of Chatham County. You mentioned earlier it starts down at MLK. Why aren't there any crossover lanes outside of Chatham County? Well, the biggest thing we're trying to do is get the, the mass people in Chatham County and Bryan County, surrounding counties evacuated. So once we get them out of Chatham County, you, for the most part, got them out of the, the trouble zone, if you will. But everywhere you have a crossover, it, it basically creates a, a pinch point where you'll slow traffic down because we have to shift traffic that's on that inside lane to the outside lane. So there's a lane closure that's installed there. And uh, so if we had to go through and do that at multiple locations outside of Chatham, you would essentially slow the, uh, slow the traffic down. Um, but, you know, once we get it out of uh, Chatham County, we want a, a steady pace and no interruptions of, of merging traffic. So. Makes sense. So if you're traveling in the contraflowed lane, are there any open exits if you need fuel or just to take a break? Sure, we've got uh, seven available exits. There's pretty much one in each, uh, each county that's out of state route and state patrol would be at uh, each one of those exits to direct traffic uh, because it's gonna be strange getting off on a on a, well, you'll be on an off ramp or an entrance ramp going off. So uh, they're gonna be helping direct traffic and get you off at those exits. Um, but once you get off the exit, um, you wouldn't be able to get back on the contra flow side. You'll need to go back as you were entering the interstate normally on the uh, westbound side. Okay. So where does the contraflow of I-16 end? What does that process look like to merge traffic over to the correct side in that westbound lane? So once you get up to um, Dublin, it's around milepost 43, um, it's, there's going to be uh, between exit 49 and, and 42 there in Lawrence County. Um, we install a lane closure, which pushes all the traffic to the outside lane and they'll have an option to go through a rest area and stop and um, take a break if needed. And then once you get past the rest area, all of that 
traffic that's funneled into that one lane will then go to a crossover at that end that's like i said at milepost 42 and then the traffic that's on the uh, westbound side they have also been shifted over into one, the outside lane so that the contraflow lanes can you know cross over without any hindrance and backup there nice so what's the process for undoing the contraflow and how long does it take to reopen the interstate after the evacuation is over? Well, it's uh, completely opposite of what I described for putting one in. Um, we're we're going to have state patrol that would start on the east end of the contraflow and they're going to sweep the interstate backwards. So they'll ride the interstate um, in the eastbound lanes going west and they're gonna push any remaining traffic off at those exits. And as um, the troopers that are coming behind them, seeing that the interstate's clear, we will drop the gates again and uh, to prevent any other traffic from coming on there. And then once we get an all clear for, for the whole, all the westbound lanes, then uh, Georgia State Patrol will do two traffic paces to bring the traffic back in, if you will. So every time we do a presentation and talk about the contraflow of I-16, it is inevitable that we're gonna get this question. Why don't we reverse the eastbound lanes when we're re-entering into Chatham County after a storm? Can you talk about why that might not be a viable option? Sure, there's uh, really two reasons. One, a lot of our staging areas that people may or may not be aware of are, are located in counties outside of Chatham um, for GDOT, I know, and um, people, agencies like uh, Georgia Power, your power companies, a lot of those stage in Statesboro or even further back to, to Dublin or Macon, depending on the size of the storm. So, you know, after an event, we need um, our crews to be able to get, you know, travel back and to between uh, Chatham County back to staging areas, especially if Chatham County is, is closed due to, you know, the size of the storm and maybe whatever destruction could have been, could have had. So um, we need access for our crews to go back into. And then uh, second, you know, with a, with a evacuation, you're evacuating everybody in a, a mass amount of people at one time. And, um, with, with re-entry, um, you're gonna have people coming back at their own, you know, own pace. Uh, and, and Chatham County may call or SEMA may call for people to come back in certain zones. So you may not have everybody coming back at one time. So um, you, it's, it's a lot different than having a full mass of people trying to get them out as opposed to people coming back in in, in their own time frame. Fair enough. Is contraflow of an interstate something unique to Georgia, or is this a strategy that other states use as well? There's uh, approximately 10 other states that use contraflow, uh, surprisingly, surprisingly all the way up to New Jersey and Massachusetts. Um, and then you have a lot of, uh, of your uh, Gulf County, uh, Gulf Coast uh, states like Louisiana, Texas, uh, Alabama that have these contraflows. Um, so Georgia's one of the 
I guess, one of the first to, to implement it in uh, 1999 during Hurricane Floyd, but um, there are numerous other states that, uh, that use, use the contraflow method. That's pretty cool. I mean, gosh, 10 states all the way up to New Jersey. That's insane. Uh, I knew that there were a couple. I mean, I'm from Virginia, and I knew that they looked at contraflow there as well. But that's pretty fascinating to think that all of these different states have seen this as a best practice and use that. It's pretty cool. All right, Brian, is there anything else that you think would be important to talk about when it comes to contraflow? Maybe setting something aside of like, hey, residents, understand that this is why contraflow works. Yeah, so I think patience is one thing. Um, you know, you, there, there's, it's, it's, it would be nice that everything just flows perfectly and there are no delays and no backups, but um, depending on the size storm and the, you know, number of people that's going to evacuate, um, it's not going to always be the, the perfect situation. So you certainly need to be prepared. You need to have uh, a stock of items, uh, you know, food, water in your vehicle. You also need to, you know, have plenty of fuel. Um, we, we have uh, what we call our hero units that uh, come out of, uh, of Atlanta. You know, they are motor, motorist assistance to uh, help those that may be having issues uh, or breakdowns or whatever may need extra few gallons of gas to get them to that uh, fuel exit. And uh, so we'll, we'll have items like that in place. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we try to uh, have everything clear, you know, on the shoulders for, for emergency purposes if they need to get over. And um, so we try to do the best we can with the situation that we have to just try to get everybody out at one time, but they'll be patient and follow the guidance, then everything should go smooth. All right, so when you guys are packing your emergency kits, go ahead and pack your patients in there as well. I think that's, <laughs> that's what we've learned just then. That's awesome. Thank you so much for, for wrapping that up so nicely. All right, listeners, that was fantastic. Hope you learned a lot. I learned quite a bit about the Contraflow of I-16 and all the work that goes into making that happen for our community. Be sure to tune in next week when we talk about re-entry into Chatham County. So we've spent the last couple of weeks talking about evacuations and the importance of understanding what happens during an evacuation. Next week, we're going to shift gears a little bit and talk about re-entry. We'll see you then. Thank you so much.